Welcome back to the Talking Thomas podcast, your podcast for all things Thomas and Friends related, Shining Time Station, the Railway Series, etc. I'm Orion. And I'm Tony. And today we will be discussing the last three episodes of the third season. Um, so those would be uh, Heroes, Percy James and the Fruitful Day, and Thomas and Percy's Mountain Adventure, um, also later known as Thomas and Percy's Christmas Adventure, uh, various different uh, iterations of that particular episode, which of course we will talk about when we get to it. Um, but the uh, the first one here will be Heroes, and uh, we'll just go ahead and uh, jump right in. So if you have that ready, uh, wherever you're watching it, you can go ahead and press play now. So Heroes is another one of these that's based on two magazine stories. Uh, one is called In a Muddle. The other is, uh, that's the, the title of the episode, Heroes, which uh, of the two Bill and Ben episodes this season, I I rather enjoy this one. It, I, As I said, when we did the other Bill and Ben episode, I kind of prefer that one, but this one's cool too. Interesting. I, I actually prefer this one. Maybe it's just because it has a bit more action. Yeah. Um, uh, I would say... What's what's weird is that this this episode is odd because it it feels like two different well like you said it's adapted from two different magazine stories <laughs> um, but it feels slightly segmented with them doing the stuff at the harbor and it just it's it's kind of odd it is yeah and I I don't know if I touched on this when we uh, when we did the other Bill and Ben episode of the season, but I, I always used to get those two mixed up. And so it, it is kind of an oddly, it's, it's an oddly structured episode, even more so for me, because like I said, I, I keep getting this one and the other Bill and Ben episode mixed up. So. Yeah. I always liked this Harbor set though, for, um, for season three parts of it anyway, not, not all of it, but I, um, I like the dockside buildings. Uh, with that, it, ha- it definitely borrows that kind of vibe from Tugs. Yes. Uh, in terms of the more urban warehouse kind of environment that we didn't really see in season two with a more kind of uh, um, just industrial harbor look. Yeah, the new harbor set for season three uh, is really cool. I, I I quite enjoy it. Uh, we we skipped over it uh, while we we were talking about something else when when it was on screen. But I liked the continuation of the Bill and Ben and Gordon relationship there, where you know he kind of where they kind of annoy him. So obviously they annoy yes. all the engines, but but Gordon more so than anyone. So I thought that was. And this episode does contain, you know, a fun reference to that. So, you know, a continuation of uh, what started in Ron Road. And it's, I think, one of the few times that we would ever see Bill, Ben, and Gordon in the same scene after this, I think. I don't recall any episodes down the line that would feature them together. I would say that you're right. Um, and I like that little station there, which, of course, we, we see parts of in other episodes. But that's kind of the first time that we see it have a lot of screen time it, in terms of seeing an engine pulling out from it, it with an actual kind of nice angle, not just as part of a montage, I guess I should say. Yeah. And nice to see it at night too. Cause we, um, or kind of a twilight look, we, which we don't get that often in the series. We typically kind of just get night or day um, or uh, sunset, but not usually a twilight. So I kind of like that look. 
it is it, it it is a good effect i i quite enjoy it as well and i love this uh uh this scene here and the effects um i always found this very thrilling as a child oh yeah it's it's one of the uh, up until this point i think this is one of the biggest disasters we've seen on screen uh, absolutely this is season five level yeah I always love that bucket. I don't know. There's something, even though, you know, it's a scene of mass chaos and destruction, there's something satisfying to me, at least about that barrel falling over and all the water splashing out. Yes. Something with the water and the, and the like dust and disaster. It's also what makes, I think the accident in um, trucks or rusty helps Peter Sam. So satisfying as well um, with the slate truck that hits the water chute. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's just something about that aesthetic that's pleasing, uh, even though it's born out of disaster. So, yes. And of course, I I know we touched on it probably last time, <clears throat> but um, for those watching the George Carlin narration, his his voices for Bill and Ben were just absolutely perfect, um, without being annoying. Yes. that could get annoying very quickly, but they don't. They're just absolutely perfect. I, I would say once we get to Alec Baldwin's voices for the characters, it, it, more annoying. Um, but, but yeah, that's a decent episode. It's very yeah. season three, um, yes. almost season, but as we said, almost season five esque in its disaster. Um, but uh, it's an okay episode. It's my favorite of the two Bill and Ben episodes of season three. Right. Uh, you know, I, I do think it's a good episode. I, I quite enjoy it. And and you're absolutely right that uh, the uh, the rock slide sequence was was really exciting, especially when I was a kid. It was it still is kind of exciting to watch. You know, there's something about it that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So now we move on to. Uh, the next episode, this is Percy James and the Fruitful Day. Um, yes. And uh, we'll just jump right into it here. So you can go ahead and press play now. Uh, so this one uh, is the final episode based on a magazine story. So our final Andrew Brenner season three story. And it, the story it's based on is called Percy Gets Jammed. I was like that castle tunnel. Yes. Um, uh, didn't I know it's popped up in a couple other episodes at this point, but uh, but that uh, that's a nice spot. And of course, we see that castellated tunnel idea pop up again in Bullseyes in season four. Mm. This is not not one of the best episodes of season three. Um, <laughs> no, it's really not. It's just not not great. Um, I, I think we talked on it before in probably in Thomas Percy and the Dragon. I do like that set though. Yes. Um with the sidings there. It uh it it just works. And I like this this market day scene with mm-hmm. this music. Um a nice throwback to the music that they the modification of the viaduct theme that was used in All at Sea. Oh yeah, no, the the music in it is probably the best part, I'd say. And and the the we do get a very nice pan of the market, which is, which is nice. You know, I mean, there, there are, 
there are nice things about this episode, I feel, but the episode as a whole is just very meh. And there's something always kind of weird when Thomas is next to Annie and Clarabelle separate when they're separated. Right. Three of them. Uh, it's, it happens. A of few course, times. We, we see it again in season five where he's between them, I believe. Yes. It's an odd visual thing. Is that a recycled piece of footage from Thomas Percy and the it, Dragon? It must be. Oh, I, it, I, I don't recall if Duck went by in that scene as well, but it almost feels like it has to be recycled footage. Yeah. So, and you know, they would have shot it at the same time as they were shooting because I, my understanding is during the model era, at least they would film by location and so right and, and there'll be no need for them to refilm percy shunting trucks again. right so, so I, I really that just seems to be the right yeah the right thing there for that um i watched this episode quite a bit actually because i i i enjoyed the vhs that was on but i also had the steamer alone vhs and this episode was involved in, was was in that episode. Uh, this story was the Thomas story for Steamer alone, which, come to think of it, doesn't really make any sense at all. But you know, it <laughs> it, it, it if we've learned anything from our other Shining Time Station commentaries, they don't always make sense. The uh, Thomas episodes. So. But and once again, uh, an odd, um, just random sighting. Yeah. Um, now, it's something I did notice here, too, is that season three is kind of the start of filming very up close, head on the faces of the engines as they're puffing along. We had close ups in season one and two, but they were more um, from the side mm-hmm. slightly, um, such as the like the hillside run by shots that we had in season one very frequently were close-ups but again at an angle yeah um but doing the head-on look really was started in season three and then of course was was used uh to an extreme degree in season five um and onwards oh yes when i was a kid i always got a big kick out of the fruit juice leaking and squirting at percy and the sound effect that that accompanies it there was just something about it that made me crack up when i was a kid <laughs> And of course, the fruit, the orange fruit splotching all over Percy as well. And that was, uh... yeah, I, I, I think I liked this episode more as a kid than I do now. Yeah, I would say I agree with you. And it, my predominant memory of this episode is just that it was the last episode on the James Goes Buzz Buzz yes. uh, tape, if I recall. Um, so I just always remember the credits rolling over that shot of James and Percy at the end here. Yes. Since they were still doing that at that time for the season three um, VHSs. Yeah, and that was, uh, in fact, the season three VHSs were the last time that they would do that. So, at least to my to my memory. Yeah, I believe so. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, Percy James and the Fruitful Day. Not a good Very season three. Not a perfect episode by any means. No. Um, but, uh, but it is what it is. Yes. Um, and they, the Percy James dynamic, of course... Um, it, you know this uh, Thomas Percy and James kind of slowly over time became the predominant marketing trio mm-hmm. for the franchise um and uh Percy and James 
I suppose that's kind of a nice throwback to um, episodes like Percy and the Signal, where there's an, a nice little Percy and James uh, dynamic. But um, but yeah, that uh, moves us into our next episode and the final episode of season three. Yes. Uh, once again, following in the footsteps of season one and two by ending the season with uh, a, a holiday episode, I should say, <laughs> because this, uh, even though for the UK it was a Christmas episode, this was reworked into a Thanksgiving episode, which worked perfectly fine for the original cut of this episode for American audiences. Um, but well, of course, as, as anyone who, who knows who's listening to this, uh, whenever they, I believe it was on the Thomas's Christmas Wonderland. It was. VHS. Yeah. Um, it was recut into a Christmas episode once again, but it went completely out of sync because it was the Thanksgiving episode. Um, so it didn't, uh, none of the footage, the footage did not follow the narration towards the end of the episode. And because they had cut out a, they, they had put in the visuals for the Christmas part version of the episode, but left in the audio for the Thanksgiving version of the episode. And so it ran over time. And I, so I think that on that VHS and on a few of the other uh, VHS, uh, sorry, of a few of the other DVDs and uh, basically any re-release after that where it was on a Christmas compilation, it would always end with an instrumental version of We Wish You a Merry Christmas. Yes, which it doesn't necessarily fit stylistically with the rest of the, <laughs> no. uh, with the, rest of the show. No. Um, but um, yeah, so... But we can go ahead and uh, and get started talking about the Thanksgiving version of this episode here. <laughs> um, the original, I should say the original U.S. version of this, um, which I believe first appeared on the Percy's Ghostly Trip. Yes. Um, uh, VHS in America. So if you have that pulled up, you can go ahead and press play now. Yeah. And I'm not sure if we touched on it in any other season three commentaries, but I do... That's one of my favorite sets of mm. all of season three is the waterfall bridge. Um, it's a great set, isn't it? It's so beautiful. It's just wonderful look. Um, I'm not a fan necessarily of a lot of the season three aesthetic, uh, but that particular set is is quite great. They they did some really fun, inventive um, bridges and tunnels and, and things, partic- like the, the road rail river um, bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, that they had in season uh, in, in the earlier part of season three, and then of course uh, in this uh, episode, the the waterfall bridge. So some nice yeah. stuff in there. Oh yeah, uh, the the snow is that it it looks different than it did in seasons one and two. I mean, obviously everything looks different than it did in seasons one and two, but the snow is that it it it's still nice, but it doesn't feel as nice as it did in the first two seasons. I feel. Mm. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I like it. Um, all in all, I do like this this um, kind of frozen harbor look that mm. we don't really get in many other uh, episodes. Right, and I do. Um, this just definitely feels the the writing for this feels very season three in that it's. Thomas and Percy and they're two kind of separate episodes they're separate storylines even though really it's mostly Percy's episode yes again just like Thomas and Percy and the mail train um just like Thomas Percy and the dragon even though Thomas is listed first it's really a Percy episode <laughs> it is <clears throat> uh interestingly this is uh, a couple of things of note here this is the last episode of 
season three, as we said at the beginning. Uh, this is also one of only two episodes that were written completely by Britt Alcroft and David Mitten. Um, for all the others, uh, with one exception, with one other exception, they had either used the magazines or the railway series, but uh, they decided to try their hand at writing their own episode, and this is uh, one of the two that they came up with. So first, first season three. First season three, that's what I mean, yes. Right, and the other was um, All at Sea. Yes, correct. Very, very true. Which all is quite interesting, that All at Sea, even though it's one of the two that they wrote that was completely original, uh, is also one of the best of the season. It is. Uh, now, also, um, the season is kind of bookended with with winter episodes because the very first episode was a scarf for Percy, which also took place during winter. So, yeah. And I, I do, I love the line, lovely stuff. I love that Terrence says that. Me too. Um, Cause I'm sure he, he just has a blast. Oh yeah. Uh, pushing around the snow. So it's, it's, it's a nice little moment for Terrence, which are so few in the series, unfortunately. Yes. Um, Yes. And I like the way uh, George Carlin delivers that line as well. Yes. Now this bit here, the music that plays over um, this bit with Toby taking these people to, uh, to help decorate the engine shed late at night. This is some great music here. I agree. Um, And I just love that. I love the village. I think it's supposed to be Olstead, I guess. Yes. Um, But I do love that, um, that, that village, um, which we which we never see again. Right. There's just something really special about this this music here. It's it's so nice. I agree. And it's nice too that that we have this version of the of the sheds for this half of season three because it makes this decoration scene so nice. Yes. Um, it, it wouldn't really have worked in any of the other versions of the sheds. It it wouldn't know because the the sheds as seen in the first part of the season were they weren't big enough you know I mean it was it was even though it obviously it was big enough for you know seven and seven or eight engines it still wasn't a very big set whereas this is quite a bit bigger there's more room for decorations so yeah But. Yeah, so um, that was Thomas and Percy's Mountain Adventure. It's a, a decent episode. It's a, a nicer way to end this end the season than Percy James and the Fruitful Day would have been. So, <laughs> um, so no um, no real complaints there. But um, those were our three commentaries for today. Yes. And then um, uh, coming up soon, we'll discuss our uh, feelings on the best and worst of the season. Mm. Um, what we think are the uh, top five and bottom five episodes of the season are our own picks. And we'll see if those, um, if those line up with, uh, with each other's and then also with, with your own, what are, what are your thoughts on the three episodes that we discussed today, as well as um, the rest of the episodes of the season. And you can let us know on Twitter at talking Thomas one, facebook.com slash talking Thomas pod. And of course, you can um, listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, and many other podcast platforms. Uh, leave us a leave us a comment. Uh, leave us a, a rating on on any of those uh, platforms that offer ratings. Yeah. And um, and uh, as I said, let us know what you like, what you don't like, and uh, we'll got we got some fun stuff uh, coming up for you here soon. We'll um, 
be doing some more Shining Time Station, some more railway series discussions. We just, um, our last uh, railway series discussion was of uh, Percy the Small Engine. So we'll be um, diving into some more of the classic books here soon. Mm. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, have a good night.